What's going on, party people? This is Edgar Otraves, and welcome to another episode of the Floro Podcast. Now, on today's show, my co-host is Cousin Primo, and we're going to be doing a review of the movie Samaritan. Directed by Julius Avery, written by Braggy F. Shutt, and it stars Sylvester Stallone, Javan Walton, Pilau Ibik, Nindasha Polanco. Now, if you're new to the show, we're an entertainment podcast. Basically, what we do is pop culture stuff. We do comic books. We do movie reviews. We do fight breakdowns. We do interviews and a whole lot more. Now, if you're curious about this kind of stuff and you want more, head on over to our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can support the podcast. Now, before we go on, I want to ask you for a favor. If you're digging this episode part of the way through, make sure you like and subscribe to the show. Every little bit helps and your support is greatly appreciated. Now, as always, Cousin Primo and I get really geeky on this one. We love our superhero movies, and we're glad to see something a little different in the superhero genre. So without further ado, on with the show. Swear to God, your face is like... Oh, shit, dude. Oh. I, I thought oh. I was gonna die, bro. <laughs> I literally felt my soul jump out of my oh. body. <laughs> my god, dude, that face. You were you were you were like horrified, like, oh my god, your soul just left your body. Holy Type shit. It felt oh, that bro. holy shit, bro. I I thought <laughs> I saw the fucking lingu ghost. <laughs> I told you were like, you heard me that. You heard me say that shit. I was just like, don't yeah. fucking, holy shit. You're going to kill your father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was beautiful. Dude, I wish you would have had a live a recording of that. Oh, my God. Your face was just, oh. Dude, she scared, just, just, she scared me so bad. But you were like, no, all, all this martial arts training and all this shit did not prepare you for something like Dude, I can fight, you know, a little bit, right? I just can't fight ghosts. You can't fight ghosts. I'm not a Ghostbuster motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, dude, I'm tearing up here. It's fucking crazy. Okay, let's. Holy shit. What a fucking. What a fucking. Way to start the show. What a fucking week, man. What's up? This is Edgar Otravez. Welcome to another episode of the Flow Row fucking podcast. Otra vez. Holy shit. And uh, today on the oh. show, I have Cousin Primo. What's up, Primo? Primo's in the house. Holy shit. And today, the subject of conversation is uh, the movie Samaritan. So, like, uh, but before we get started, all that ruckus that you heard, or, you know, you probably hear in the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. is, uh, my daughter came in here. And uh, didn't want to disturb me and didn't want to show up in the background of the video. She doesn't realize that I really don't use the video sometimes when I do the virtual podcast. She crawled in here and she, and she has long hair. So she has her long black hair draped over her face. And and I didn't know she was here. I turn around and I see a head full of hair draped over, looking up at me, scared the li- <laughs> Because of Primo was here watching it. <laughs> oh god, dude! I thought I was gonna. 
<laughs> Remind me next time I go over to give that girl a big old hug and a twenty dollar bill for scaring the shit out of you. That shit was hilarious, dude. Oh, bro. Oh, oh you bro, Jesus. Bro. For those, for the view, for the people who are listening, the face this man did, it was priceless. Priceless. I'm gonna have to go back into the video and see what I look like, man. But that shit, that shit scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Holy crap, bro. Holy, I screamed like a little girl. I was like, <laughs> jumped up like a ball too. Like, the, the little thing with the, well, the, 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 the little little ball hands up. That's what you did. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well it's because like part of me wants to like punch it. You know, but also doesn't want to like make it angry. You know, <laughs> you don't want to touch it. That's what it was. I don't like, want to touch it, but no, I don't yeah. defend myself. So I was like confused as to what to do. And then part of me finally realized it's my daughter. So like, don't kill it. You know, <laughs> it would have been bad news if you would have hit her. Oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's let's get this party started. Oh, guys. Oh, that's a good start to the show. Oh, bro, man, like, <laughs> bro, bro, this this whole fucking week has been fucking bananas, man. Like, why? What happened, man? What's going on? No, no, just the fucking, just you know, you know, your regular day job shit. You know, it's just, so, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I'm a manager. I manage people. You know, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, you know, for for all you guys who have a real job, for all you guys who are not fucking <laughs> Instagram, you know, people who actually have a fucking real job. I fucking feel you. I feel you. Yeah, tell me about it. You know, this fucking podcast doesn't make any fucking money. This is just for me and my homies. Nope. So we're asking for donations. So yeah, you whenever you can. <laughs> buy, buy our merch, please. Yeah, we're, we're panhandling on the internet here. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, so I feel you, man. I feel your pain. You got to make those bills. You got to pay those bills. Oh, yeah. you do all that oh, shit. Yeah. You, know, you got to live the fucking grind, right? Um, exactly. We, we, we don't have the luxury of fucking, you know, having a million dollar podcast where Spotify pays us a bunch of money to fucking just talk nonsense. No, no, mm. this, this shit's coming out of my pocket. It's coming out of our pocket. It's coming out of our time. We're doing this for real because we love it, but we still got a real life to live. Right. All right. You know, and a little bit of a segue into uh, the Samaritan. So mm. the Samaritan directed by Julius Avery written by Braggy Shoot, and it stars Sylvester Stallone, Java, Juana Walton, and Pilu Ibeck. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that back, um, that last one correctly, but forgive we me. Do. We, always, we always butcher the, song, the names. We always butcher the names, and we don't do it on purpose. We love you people, and we love the content that you guys create. But So then um, let's just go with our first impressions before we start doing spoilers. Right. My first impression of this movie it was Stallone doing a superhero movie. I found that part of it interesting. I started watching it because Stallone, man, he knows. He knows the gritty. Mm-hmm. He knows, you know, you know he, he, go, he dives into the gritty. And yep. I'm, like, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to like this. I'm going to watch it. Right. So I watched it and I was like, damn, this is good. I kind of. Oh. Yeah. So then what, what's your first impression? Puma? What do you did? You like it? I, not, I, I can't say I liked it, bro. You can't. I loved it. Oh, I loved it, bro. Fucker. <laughs> no surprises, you motherfuckers. <laughs> well, like you said, he dives into the gritty stuff, mm-hmm. all right, and he actually digs in there and, and brings out that character. It's all grunge and it's like 
dirt under your fingernails type character, you know? Yeah. And he, ooh, I, I, I am not, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. It's this is one of, it's a good movie. Well, he's it's a, a great movie. He's a garbage man, right? He's a garbage man. Oh yeah, so that just proves my point, bro. All garbage men are superheroes, and guess what? I'm a garbage man. There you go, brother. I'm always a superhero. Well, I'm super 24-7. You guys didn't pick up the garbage? Uh Uh-huh. What are people going to do with all the shit they make? And like all the garbage they make, right? Burn it. Yeah. (laughs) Then there would be no ozone. You see, you, I knew you were gonna go there because I was gonna say the same shit. There goes the ozone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, do you want to run down the the summary of the movie? I'll let you do it because you know I'm still trying to practice and stuttering. All but right. I will correct you guys always. All right, man, jump on, jump on <laughs> in, and give the give the movie the color that it needs when I when you need it. So, yeah, brother. All right, The Samaritan starts with a quick little backstory. It's a little animated short right in the beginning that explains the origin of these two superpowered beings, one being a villain and the other one being a superhero by the name of Samaritan. The villain portion of, of the duo is called, what was it called? Nemesis. 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 They were twin brothers exactly. and they realized growing up some kind of fear, right? And uh, the fear led to their house being burnt down and their, be- their parents being killed. One uh, of the twins, Nemesis, grew up angry. And one of the twins grew up angry and basically became a villain and decided to take it out on the world. And the other one, for whatever reason, decided to be a hero, which kind of confused me, but we can go back to that. He just decided he wanted to be a good guy. And so they were at odds as the story played out. And then at the end of this little short in the beginning of the movie, they have a giant face off where both of them supposedly died. So then there's this rumor, almost Elvis like to the point where that Samaritan's still alive. People still believe that Samaritan's alive and that's the hope, right? And it's like a dystopian kind of urban future where like people, well, it's not future, but it's a dystopian like urban reality where people, they kind of live in the ghetto. The little boy whose name Sam Cleary played by Javinwana Walton is one of the protagonists of the story. He still believes that Samaritan's alive. I guess part of his backstory is, is that he thinks Samaritan's alive and he thinks everybody's Samaritan from the mailman to whoever, right? Eventually, he actually calls it right when he runs into Sylvester Stallone, who saves him at one point from a bunch of bullies. The bullies were about to kick the shit out of him. Stallone shows up and pulls these guys off of him. And uh, the kid quickly realizes that this has to be Samaritan. As the story progresses, we find out that the boy who's, uh, again, Sam, is a little bit of a he's kind of dancing the line between good and evil. He's doing bad shit and trying to be good at the same time. So he he gets wrapped up with some bad guy in the neighborhood who runs a garbage. What what would you call it? A garbage dump? Um, You say like a recycling center because they pay, they give money for metal. Okay. So those guys there are, are uh, what you would call nemesis followers. Mm. They believe that nemesis is, was right. So they follow his, his lead. Yeah. And not only that, but that's a good point. They don't necessarily believe that he's alive. They just think that he's mm. right. They 
don't hope that he's alive. They just do what he did. Right. Right. They're trying to follow his, his continue his footsteps. Yes, exactly. Continuing his um, his plan was to black out the city. Yeah. And that and that's what they were trying to do. So now the main leader of that gang is Silas. That was played by um Pilau I'm gonna butcher this. I'll, I'll yeah. butcher it. Pilau <laughs> I'm sure Which by the way, he's a great actor. Love his love his work. Yeah. So um he's yeah, he was he was great in this show, uh or in the movie. So uh, he gets wrapped up with this guy, Cyrus, starts doing little fucked up jobs for him. And then at one point, because Stallone kicked the shit out of those other bullies who happened to be flunkies for Cyrus, mm -hmm. they come after Stallone's character, right. Joe, Joe Smith. I think right. it was the name of the character they used in the, in the movie. Yeah, Joe Smith. That's it. That was his um, alias, Joe yeah. Smith. And so... So he's standing in the middle of the street and he just gets smacked by a car. Like they've run him over. He flipped into the air, falls on the ground. He's all broken up and not breathing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then slowly he comes back to life and starts forcing his limbs into place and he fixes himself and then heals. And this is part of the most interesting part of the, of the show or the movie. Cause then he goes up into his apartment, starts just eating gobs of ice cream, which is amazing. And he's steaming like crazy. And there was this really uh, crazy scientific explanation for it. Basically he's healing himself and the healing factor generates heat. Right. Mm -hmm. so he's sitting there steaming and he's trying to cool off. So he's eating ice cream uh, to energize and keep himself cool. So then the boy is just chasing him around at this point, trying to, to get him to admit that he is Samaritan. Then when this happened, the cat's out of the bag. The guy's a superhero of some sort, right? Right. And so he's over here telling him, you're Samaritan, you're Samaritan. And he's like, no, Samaritan is dead, right? Sam is, is just like, no, like you're here, you're alive. And you get the impression he's never going to be a superhero again, right? Right. But this kid is basically in love with this guy. In love in the sense of like he needs him to be alive. He need he looks up to him and this boy doesn't have a father. So right. he's looking at Stallone for several things to be fulfilled, a hero, a father, etc. The story progresses. Eventually, Cyrus is on a mission to kind of take over the city, which is what bad guys like to do, take over the city, the mm -hmm. world, the universe, etc. But you know, he's a garbage man. So it's really mm -hmm. interesting and gritty, right? So like it's mm -hmm. it's not it's all kind of like shot in like a like a bluish tint. It's all very mm -hmm. depressing looking and it's all very urban looking. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. So then Cyrus eventually finds out that Stallone is still alive after getting run over. Mm -hmm. And they're convinced that this guy is somehow Samaritan. They go mm -hmm. after him and it becomes apparent that he is a superhero of some sort. And then it gets on the news, right? Right. News of this battle between him and these Cyrus flunkies. Meanwhile, Cyrus has taken up the mantle of Nemesis. He's found a hammer that was made with the blood of, of the Nemesis character and is now somehow infused with superpowers, right? Mm -hmm. Not him necessarily, just the hammer. So right. he can wield some kind of strength so long as he's holding the hammer. And he's running around with Nemesis's mask. So eventually they go after 
Joe. They run through the his apartment. They try to find him. He takes off. They take the boy hostage. Right. Joe finds out, goes after him. And then in a fire, it is revealed that while he's trying to save Sam, Joe or Sylvester Stallone lets it be known, tells the backstory of what actually happened the night the twins fought. Joe isn't Samaritan. Samaritan actually did die that night. He is nemesis. The villain survived the story. Mm-hmm. I saw that coming. And even knowing that it was that that was the case, I was still impressed. I was still that. Mm. Now I have a question for you. When did you find that out? Oh, right in the beginning. Right in the beginning when they I've, told the little backstory, the little prelude. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, the bad guy lived. Mm, I didn't figure it out till they had to fight with the with the bullies. Yeah. The face he made when he had that knife. Mm-hmm. I knew it was like my me and my girlfriend were watching it. We were sharing a video. We were watching it. She was at home and I was in my house. And we watched the movie together. Yeah. And I told her, I told her, he's not Samaritan. That's that's nemesis. And she goes, Why do you say that? The Samaritan was gonna protect lives. This guy looks like he wants to rip this guy a new one, like rip him in half. And she goes, no, it can't be. I'm like, watch, watch. I got a feeling because he's done. He's doing when throughout the movie, he's doing stuff that a superhero would never do. Yeah. He's doing some evil, angry shit. Yeah, exactly. And so, exactly. Uh, so he reveals himself as nemesis, mm-hmm. but also we realize, oh, the fire is not letting him heal. And if he doesn't get out of the heat, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. His heart will explode. Right. He needs to cool off because he's letting off all this thermal heat, right? right? While he's going through this, is fighting. Oh, by the way, before he gets to this point, this is the climax that we're talking about. Before this point, he's butchering guys. He's ripping guys apart in the on the way to save uh, Sam. Oh, yeah. And then when he finally meets the final boss, who is Cyrus, uh, pretending to be Nemesis, he reveals himself as Nemesis. And beats the shit out of this guy and then almost dies in the process. And Sam manages to cool him off because he finds some water in this building, cools him off. Nemesis or Sam grabs Sam, basically runs through a wall, jumps into the next building because, you know, he's a superhero or supervillain, whatever. Jumps into the next building and he has this conversation with this kid. You know, basically tells him I'm nemesis, you know, Samaritan actually did die. And he's like, no, you know, you're, you're a superhero. And he's just like, you know, you can't be a villain. And he's like, you don't understand, you know, people are complicated. Sometimes good people do bad things and vice Mm -hmm. versa. It's not white and black. It's all like muddy. Right. Sam is left there to kind of think about what was just, what just happened. And Joe disappears. Sylvester Stallone's Stallone's character disappears. Sam then makes his way out of the building. The reporters, they grab him. Then the news, they want to talk to him and find out what happened. He tells his story and he says that Samaritan is still alive. And he chooses to say that to give people hope, right? Right, exactly. And Nemesis or Joe is sitting in the crowd watching this happen as he's talking to the reporter. And he walks off into the darkness through a tunnel in the story. And... uh, God damn. What a great story, man. Uh, It was great. I loved it. 
Yeah. So not not all not all heroes are good guys. No. And not all that's good why I took guys. it. Yeah. And not yeah. all good guys are evil. Or mm-hmm. not all good guys are good, right? Completely. Right, exactly. Nobody's completely good, I think, was the statement he made. I can't remember. Right. The statement he said is like he goes, uh, what he what he was telling the kid was each person has has the ability of of good and bad. It's mm-hmm. what you do with it that makes that person. Which I found very, very profound. Yeah. You know, you are in charge of your in other words it's saying you're in charge of your own destiny. Whether you choose to be this type of person or that type of person. Yeah. That's what makes a person. And that kid was making those choices the whole time. He was exactly. back and forth between being good and being bad because he needed money. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the other thing right. the movie kind of the, the portrayed is that there was some desperation. Right. Oh, of course. Of course. And when you're desperate, you know, it's hard to, you know, make ethical, moral choices. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying right. anybody has the right to, to do bad things just because they're in dire straits, but mm-hmm. yeah, this is, this movie was deep, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I watched it. Like I said, I watched it today and I was like, wow, it's, it's a deep movie, deep cut, you know? I mean, there were certain there were certain parts of the movie that made me laugh, and I was like, the kid was, you know, the kid is it's a fanboy, yeah, pretty much, you know. And man, there was a character I really hated in this movie. I really hated this character. What kid? I mean, I hate him as um, the character. I'm thinking about is the guy who played Raza. The um, oh, the kid with all the colored hair and that shit. And the, and the big, I said, dude, I just want to break his nose. Uh, <laughs> yeah he was such a douche yeah. i just wanted to beat the fuck up to i don't i don't even have to have superpowers i just want to whoop your ass dude i do <laughs> dude, i don't know what it was about that kid too but like the bully in me wanted to beat the shit out of him too i don't know man i saw that guy and uh, i'm like oh, i just want to kick your ass <laughs> yeah not that I would. I'm just saying, like, oh, you Ugh, that character. You would I kick that character's ass? Yeah. That's what it was. Not that person. The character. They made him so good in that way, in which, like, every time he did get his ass whooped, you were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it felt good to hit see him me. again. Hit him again. <laughs> hit him for me, man. I don't know what he did to me. Yeah, yeah. He's pissing me off. I don't like him. Kick him in the nose. Break that shit, snaz of his. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that kid that that kid did a good job acting that that part man yeah he did he did i think everybody did a real good part in this movie the character played by uh sophie tatum that person she was great she came out sweet and then she just turned evil like nothing mm-hmm. like oh she says you have a family oh that's great blah, blah, blah. but if you ever betray my family i'll take yours <laughs> no way yeah, well, that Cyrus character man- managed to have like an inner circle that that loved him, right? Yeah, saw him as a big brother because supposedly he saved them. Yeah, so there was an aspect of the nemesis character that people liked, and some of that bounded the people to him, right? Because I guess he right. was he was basically the defender of the poor, kind of. Right. The vengeance aspect of that character, I think, you know, spoke to those people. They didn't really explain too much of the ethos or any of like the mm-hmm. the motivations of 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 Nemesis. You just know that he was the bad. Right. right. You don't know too much about him. And the fact so like the other thing that kind of so like I had a really 
suspicion, like a big suspicion. I shouldn't say that I knew. I had a really big mm-hmm. suspicion that he was that Stallone was Samaritan or not Samaritan, um, Nemesis. Right. From the prelude, from the little animated short in the beginning. Right. But then as things progressed, I'm like, oh yeah, he's totally, he's totally Nemesis. Cause like all the points that you made, you know, the, the fact that he was really angry when he would fight people and just his grumpy kind of uh, persona. Mm-hmm. He was more than just a disgruntled superhero. Mm-hmm. You know, he was bad. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. But he was he was a bad guy doing good. He's a Wolverine is what he is, you know? Pretty well, or a Punisher. Or a Punisher, right. But mm-hmm. you know what I really, I mean, just drawing some more comparisons, uh, the relationship between Joe and Sam was very reminiscent of My Hero Academia. Oh. Where the uh, lead character, uh, Midoriya, has mm-hmm. a similar kind of relationship with his uh, superhero mentor, All Might. Right. Where he constantly looks up to him and stuff. But right. it's, it's funny because I say that Sam is the protagonist. Because he's the one who realizes the epiphany, right? He realizes mm-hmm. that Samaritan is dead and that Nemesis is alive, right? He figures that mm-hmm. out. And then instead of calling out Nemesis and explaining to everybody that he's a hero, he instead was smart and said, no, Samaritan's alive. Mm-hmm. So, like, he he kind of flipped that he not only had that realization, but then he made an, a, a really smart choice in naming nemesis as the hero. Right. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, I, I like the dynamic between the two because it was very mm-hmm. much like you might hear academia in that respect. He would just follow him around, you mm-hmm. know, and just like all puppy dog, like, you know, and this right, exactly like, no, you know, chill out, you know, Oh man, that I just I I love Stallone and the movies he makes uh, because mm-hmm. of the grit that he puts in them. Uh, this movie was no exception. It, it's it was so good. <laughs> yeah, I did I did like this movie. And I did want to bring up the fact that it sort of reminded me of Hero Academia, but um, the one thing I was really looking into was the Nemesis family pack. You know the pack that they had together as they didn't recognize they didn't identify each other as friends. They identified each other as family. Yes. Okay, and I sort of did like that aspect. You know, family to us. You know how we are. We're family is very important to us. And that aspect where perfect strangers, there's a bond between them, and they would consider each other as family, is very very nice. I like that. You know, even though they were bad guys, they still had that family. Um, vibe to it yeah you know because you see he went out and bought food for everybody and which i want to point out was checkers by the way (laughs) (laughs) but he bought food for everybody you know and that was that was the thing you know it's not just about taking over the world they got to eat too so you know well he's watching out for his people right yeah, watching out for his family. So, like, you again, know? that goes back to the whole kind of, like, not everybody's completely evil and not everybody's completely bad. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it, it was interesting to see the bond that he had with his inner circle, although he treated mm-hmm. that, that that little redheaded kid with the crazy hair 
He treated yeah. him like shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. One other thing I wanted to point out is like, I wanted to call a bullshit move. Okay. I wanted to call a bullshit move. I don't know if I can do that, but I mean, the movie was great. Don't get me wrong, but. Go for it. Okay. The bullshit. Okay. The bullshit move was okay. The grenades that they have were EM smoke bombs, apparently, right? Mm. Supposed to wipe out anything electrical, right? Yeah. The guy hit when Samaritan or um, Nemesis was fighting the guys because they wanted um, Silas to meet him. Remember, he blasted that dude through the door, mm-hmm. right? And then the character, uh, Fashard, he comes out with a grenade. Now, I was under the impression those were EM grenades, right? And he, and he posted and he flipped the car to protect the girl and everything. Okay, now, technically... Nothing should work. Yeah. How did they get the film? Uh, <laughs> how did people get the, the film? Yeah, because yeah. people shooting it with their phones, right? Right, right. That should have blacked out. It should have blacked out everything. Yeah. Well, I call um, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play along uh, and uh-huh. say that it's because you're, you're talking about this the scene that's in the trailer that's really cool where he's running right. through and he and he grabs a little girl jumps uh-huh. over the car and then flips the car as he's jumping over and then the grenade hits the car by the way so badass move well the <laughs> whole that whole scene is badass he's taking out guys yeah. in that little like uh i guess they started following him they started following him because silas wanted to meet him and when he saw he was in a dead end, they said, hey, my, my boss wants to meet you. Yeah. And he's like, hey, let me, let me make it easy on you. Walk away. And he's like, make me. All right. And he starts whooping ass. Yeah. <laughs> with, his, with his indestructible lunchbox, he starts blocking bullets and yeah. hitting people with them. I was like, Jesus, I want one of those. You know? <laughs> so then he like throws a the first guy that pulled out a gun he killed him mm-hmm. he pulled he separated the gun and with that the same piece he stabs him yeah he like with grabs that. the shaft and pulls the shaft off the gun off the hand right. and then starts stabbing people with it <laughs> crazy move yeah so so you're saying that because he pulled the car up that blocked the EM pulse from EMP, yeah, the EMP. So like he from, from, over, from grabs the, phone. the little girl, goes over the car, pulls the car to, to shield himself and the little girl from the EMP blast. Cause it's uh-huh. still an explosive, even though it's, it's just supposed to knock out uh, electronics. It could also kill people because it's explosive. Right. So, but uh, I'm going to say that the person that was shooting that was far enough away and behind the <laughs> car. Yeah, EMP blast didn't get to the phone. <laughs> I'm playing along, uh, so that that's okay. my explanation for that. that that's your explanation. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's a comic book movie, you know. It's essentially, uh, a comic book. dude. I don't uh, know. Before we get too far, I want to see a part two to this, man. I want to see the story continue. I want someone to make a comic book. I want to see more of this. You know, I want to see more of this world. I want to see another I, human. How come he has powers? You know. They're, they're saying he was born like that. So in other words, I want to say he's a mutant. He's a mutant. Twins. Twi- mutant twins. Mutant twins. And mm-hmm. it's just super strength. It's not like super. Oh, no. And, and healing factor. They have a healing factor. They have somewhat durability. Mm-hmm. Not all weapons can penetrate their skin. 
Um, and if they do, it, it's like it's like Wolverine. We don't, you know, he doesn't really care. He feel for it or feel it. Right. Right. Exactly. So yeah, he's somewhat. Uh, he's super strong for one thing. He's um some semi vulnerable. He has healing factor. He could jump very far because yeah. he, he did do it. Mm-hmm. You know. He was bragging about it. I could jump 10 cars. And then he's like, now my old age, just nine. You know, I was like, <laughs> shut up, dude. <laughs> but yes, it was, it, was a, it was a great, great idea for that movie. Yeah. I loved it. I, I, just, loved it. Uh, I just like the I, old grizzled old dude who used to be a wolf. You know, I, that, gritty characters like that, I really love. I really do love characters. Like, I loved Logan. Mm-hmm. I loved Logan because he was old. He was gritty. Like, oh, I hate the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm dying. My bones can't take this shit no more. Type deal. You know. Yeah. And and, and I hate to say it too, one of my favorite characters in Transformers is a gritty character. His name's Cup. The old man. The old, oh, the yeah. old Sergeant Carp, Cup. Cup. The one who takes the um, hot rod under his wing and shit. That guy. Yeah. Like I remember the day back in you know rabbits and all this shit. <laughs> they telling stories, but those type of greedy characters I love. I love those guys. Yeah, and some and, and this character Joe Smith, he fits it. He fits it. I, I like it. I just want to see more. I, I mean, I don't know how. I, do. I don't know how you would make more of this because I don't know if you made. I don't know if they made any move money off of this movie. Because I mean, Me with neither. the prime, mm-hmm. I don't know how much prime paid for this. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if I can find how much how much they spent making this movie. Because I mean, that's what considers the movie a success is how much money they spend making it and how much money they make back. Have you checked on uh, Wikipedia? Oh, let me. Normally, see. that would have the that would have the info right there. How much was made? How much? I'm in. How much for production? I'm in uh, IMDb. Usually, uh, IMDb has that information as well. But for whatever reason, it probably doesn't. And I. And it's probably because it's a uh, it's a movie that went to digital first. This movie, right. I mean, it probably wouldn't have like a, a giant draw, but this movie should have gone to the theaters. You know, I would have loved to see it in a theater. Yeah, the special effects wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but it was like a small movie too. It wasn't like it wasn't like a super lavish movie. Nobody was mm-hmm. laser beams and, you know, fighting giant robots or, you know, like the uh, sure the there was some special effects, but there wasn't a lot. They made it for 50 million. Basically half the budget of some movies, pretty much. Dude, that's like super cheap. Mm-hmm. 50 million means that they can make another one. Yeah. How much money did they make back? Well, the movie just came out, didn't it? When did it come? When was it released? It was, this week or last week? It, I think it was released. Uh, f- I want to say Friday of last week. Yeah. Uh, Prime Video 26, August 26. So I want to I know how much they fucking made. So yeah, it came on Friday. It's got a 38 in Rotten Tomatoes, 88 with the critics. That's really? People don't like this movie? People still see them as Rocky. Or Rambo, one of the two. Well, I think the other thing too is, is that people see him and he's oh, he's the old guy. Mm-hmm. Well, he can't play a young guy. <laughs> well, the 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 thing too that I sort of liked, um, if you look at his picture, the CGI when they did when he looked younger, he reminded me of 
uh, a movie that I watched with him in it where he played Cobra. Oh, yeah. He had that he had that look on him. I mean, he did play. He did look like Sylvester. Wait, did he look like Rambo? I don't know. No, he didn't look like Rambo. No, I don't know. I don't know how much this movie made. Uh, I'll mm. keep talking. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> oh, the one thing I sort of did love the fact that they actually, in order for Silas to get the people to pay attention to him, he needed to break into the police and steal the the evidence from the from the fight between Samaritan and Nemesis. So he took both masks and the sledgehammer that which was infused with Nemesis's blood. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and I sort of dropped one of those bombs in there too cuz they got the bombs prior to breaking into the police station. Right. And then they they, check, they were trying to check it in as as weapons and it's like and it's like you ever see one of these? It's an EM grenade, the EM black smoke grenade. And he puts it in there and he fucking, and the guy's like, what? And it goes off and he's just, oh, those two guys were both that pair right there were reminding me of Joker and Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's what I got too. You know, they're, they're both crazy. Okay. Now, the person we're talking about is Cell, uh, who was played by Stephanie Tatum. That's, that was like his sister. Yeah, was it his, right? Was no, it, not really his sister, yeah. but the she she tells us she tells Sam that he found Silas found her sleeping in a car at the age of eight. Mm, yeah, that's right. You know, and then she bit him when she woke up when he woke her up, and they've been together ever since. So, and that was the story for all of them. Silas found each and every one of them and gave them a purpose. Right. Yeah. But she's been with him since the beginning. So that's the interesting thing about that Cyrus character. Cause like what you said, like you get, you get, he cares about the people and he gives them a purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So like, that's what some people need, man. Like mm-hmm. some people just need a purpose. Right. Right. And you give somebody a reason they, you know, some people just need that and they'll stick to you, you know? Right. It's really sad, man, because they went with the bad guy. And again, that bad guy, he wasn't all that bad, you know, no. except for the whole no. well, taking over the city part, because he wanted anarchy. That's what he wanted. True. But the whole setup was just to it was a trap just to get his brother out of the way. It had nothing. He had no real plans of taking over a city. Oh, you're talking about his. You're talking about. Uh, the original nemesis. pair. The, yeah. The original, the original nemesis. All he wanted was to get his brother out of the way. So that was a whole setup, a whole trap. But these followers took it to the next step and said what he wanted was anarchy. He wanted to see, wanted the people to be in charge, wanted the people to be free from from the government or from the city, from whatever. Yeah. That's how they took it. Now. Because of the backstory, right? The, the parents. Right. And then. Killed and stuff. The other thing, too, I wanted to tell you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go for it. But the, the thing with Sam, the reason why he was such a fanboy was because he even said, you saved my dad. And what it was is that his dad was a thief or something. 
and um, Samaritans spared him and gave him a purpose. Okay, and that's why he likes him so much. Yeah, you know, and he didn't want to believe that he died, and that's why he kept trying to prove that he was like, "Oh, he's the mailman. He's our janitor. He's uh, the paper boy, or some crazy crap." Yeah. You know, he and I, I get it. I get it. You know, some people need that to to put to give them a purpose. Yeah, to continue on. You know, right? Exactly. Man, dude, that 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 story with that kid, like it it was hard, man. It was hard to watch that kid do the things that he was doing. It was hard to watch that kid go through the things he was he was facing. He was alone by himself. Mm-hmm. Scared a lot, you know. I was. Oh yeah, he would broke down. Told him, well, "Have you ever been scared?" He started crying. He's like, "Yes, yeah, I'm always scared," you know. But you live with it, you know. Like I said, he looked up to him and he gave. I think he told him what he needed to hear. Yeah. You know, it's 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 okay to be scared. It's okay to run. You don't always have to fight. Yeah. You know? And that was that was one of the lessons he taught him. He's like, you don't really have to fight. You can, you can always run away. You, you know? know, there's no shame in that. That was. That that was uh, another like one of those Stallone monologues similar to the. Uh-huh. Balboa monologue that he gave his son in the Balboa movie. I'm like, yeah, I, don't do it again, man. I'm gonna make me fucking cry. <laughs> I thought he was gonna tell him that, hey, man, no, 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 no all things are roses or something. That speech he gave, I was like, oh, Sunday from roses. I'm like, yeah, he's gonna say that in this movie. <laughs> yeah, told him that it's okay to rainbows run. and sunshine. I was like, damn. Well, he told him it's okay to run. It's okay to be. Yeah. You know. And all I could think about when he was talking about that kind of stuff is when. Uh-huh. Kids have to deal with, you know, like a uh, active shooter, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, not to, again, not to veer off topic, but one of the things that my kids are going through the first day of school, first day of school start, mm-hmm. right? This right. podcast is being released. We're recording this podcast on September 1st, right? My kids already started. Right. And on the first few days, what they did was go through active shooter training you believe that dude fucking nuts it's nuts it's fucking nuts i can't believe that it's come down to this type of um drill but like that's just what happens man you have you have psychopaths and then you Mm -hmm. have desperate right right and and the, the the desperate they make bad choices oh of course and of course, but, but those 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 assholes out there that are doing evil shit, they do it because they like it, man. No, and those of course they the, do. They and those are the fuckers you gotta watch out for, man. Those are fucking mm-hmm. exactly. That was Cyrus was. He was a psycho. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Cyrus <laughs> psycho exactly. He might have been a sociopath, maybe. Maybe he wasn't exactly. Like we can't really tell who was good and bad in this movie, bro. It's like you know, this person was good, but actually he was bad. And this guy's bad, but he's actually trying to do good. And I'm like, yeah. uh, it's a toss of a coin, bro. Yeah, and and I mean, I think uh, I can't help but think that the the people who made this superhero movie, they kind of made it a little too realistic for me, man. 
<laughs> why, do you say that? why do you say that i one mean but the, it's true though okay go ahead explain this it's just one of those scenarios where it's just like they did some fictional shit and laid uh-huh. and laid a little too much reality in there man because like again like going back to that whole speech they gave that kid talking about fear mm-hmm. yeah dude i was like i was feeling that kid i was like that kid is so scared oh yeah and I can't imagine that in this world there are kids like that that are scared like that. No, oh, man. It's crazy. You know, uh, it's like this, that That fear is always going to be there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how old you are either. You can be, you can be, you can be five, you can be 55. There's always going to be a bit of fear that's going to stop you or confuse the shit out of you in a, in a decision. You know, it, it happens to everybody, you know, but that speech he gave was was um how can I say it? Like you said, it hit right here because it's true. It's true. There's always good and bad in everybody. And it's what you do with it that matters. To make the right choice. Yeah. You know. It's what kid made the right choice. So But also like it's it's I think the other thing that, that's part of this story is that it's not exactly clear what the beef was between the brothers. The brother who was um, Samaritan mm-hmm. forgave the people for what happened to his parents. Nemesis never forgave him. It's like, you guys did this. You all, you're all going to feel my pain. Yeah. You know, and that's something that, that's why they were at ends with each other. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the story that was told by <clears throat> by that uh, opening short, yeah. right? You know, by the prelude, we don't right. know what the actual beef was. No, we don't. But I'm sure I'm sure it has something to do with that. But we don't know what the take is, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I would love to see another one of these. I would love to see Samaritan too. Right, yeah. me too. I don't know where you would go from here. Mm-hmm. Like what would be the next villain or the next situation he has to deal with? But I like the disgruntled asshole superhero. <laughs> <laughs> like just sort of, shit out of bag. Sort of, sort of like the boys, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's a uh, it's a little bit in that territory. I, yeah. So the thing, and here's here's an interesting uh, thought. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that people are are commenting on is, is that we're getting tired of the superhero movies, right? Right. It, it kind of happens with every kind of thing that pops up. You know, we have you have zombies, you have vampires, you have uh, time travel, and you have superhero movies, and you have multiverse. Now you have all these tropes, right? And everybody wants to jump in on them. And make a story based on one of these tropes, right? And right. they come waves, right? So, like you, the first, I want to, I want to say the first wave was vampires. Everybody was making vampires movies for for a sec there, and then right. it, and then it became zombies, zombies, Zombie. huge for a minute there, really huge. Oh, yeah. And then it became superhero movies. Uh-huh. Now, now it's it's caught between time travel and multiverse. Like everybody's mm-hmm. making a multiverse movie. I mean, I saw a multiverse kung fu movie, you know, with everything everywhere all at once. 
Oh yeah, exactly. He did. I yeah. remember that movie. That movie's wacky as fuck, and it's a kung fu mm-hmm. movie. You know, but exactly. You know what happens at this point now is before this chills out, people are gonna milk this trope till it, right till it's done, and that's what's happening now. And now we're gonna get a lot of crap. And mm-hmm. there will be some hidden gems in here and there. And I, I want to say that this is one of those. I want right. to say that they should keep making this movie. I mean, if it only costed $50 million, that's really cheap. I mean, you know, nowadays, look at how much uh, Deadpool cost. That costed $50 million or $60 oh, yeah. coming out of the door. And the fantastic thing about Deadpool is... They gave them, I think they promised them 60 million. And then mm-hmm. part of the way they're like, oh, no, we're going to just give you 55 or 50 million instead. And they're like, what? It's like, you, what are we supposed to do with that? And, and that's how they ended up coming up with that end fight scene in, in part one. They, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They literally ran out of budget. So they cut all this shit out. So that's why they had. <laughs> Uh, what was it? Gopentor or whatever his name was, run uh-huh. off with the guns in the trunk. He's like, I forgot my guns, you know. <laughs> right, right. He's, he's, that was brilliant. Yeah, that's how they wrote out all the special effects they had planned and just made it a fight scene. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so, that was the same thing to do with. Uh, I think the second movie they had a little bit more uh, leeway with it, and that's why he started going like time traveling. And he and he popped up in all the other movies. Yeah, that and was stuff. It was that was hilarious, dude. He's like our first kid's gonna be Cher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. Oh, dude. We're yeah. This this movie's so good. I yeah. I can't wait. I want to see more. Sylvester Stallone. Please make another one. Make oh, another yeah. one of these and make another Expendables. We were just talking about Stallone. Yeah. It, and uh, that's I'm so happy that, that he made this movie because I was like, oh, I'll just put it on, you know, it's on, you know, Prime, you know, just check it uh-huh. out. I was just like, Damn, this is pretty this is actually good. <laughs> I, I saw it. I saw I saw the trailer and I was like, hey, man, this is kind of cool. I'm like Stallone in a superhero movie. Huh? I tried, but I was pushing it off, pushing it off, but. Until today, you told me to watch it. I'm like, you know what? This, I'm down for it. I'm going to watch it right now. When I got home, I sat down and watched it. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm going to watch this movie. You want to watch it with me? She goes, yeah, sure. So we did that share thing where we both watch it at the same time. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm watching the movie. Sitting down. Where are you sitting down? On a chair. Where else am I going to be sitting down? Yeah. He goes, but aren't you in your bedroom? I'm like, yeah, there's a chair in my bedroom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched the entire thing and she was like I told her oh the that's not that's not Samaritan that's that's Nemesis and she goes no I'm like yeah it is they're first of all they're twins you can't really tell them apart mm-hmm. okay for all we know this guy's saying he's Samaritan but he really is Nemesis you know and she's like why do you say that look what he did with that knife he wanted to stab him with that knife he ended up just crushing it in the guy's hand. That's right. You know, and then but he wanted to kill when him. He wanted to kill him. I yeah. said, wait a minute. That's not a superhero thing. <laughs> it's a bad guy thing, you yeah. know. 
And then I thought as soon as he was gonna hit get hit with that axe, and he goes, You keep calling me the good guy. And he goes, You're wrong. I'm the bad guy. And everybody was like, and she was like, Oh shit, I yelled out, you see, I was right. I was right. <laughs> yeah. And she I'm goes, like, You oh, you analyze, you analyze too much. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I did that to you, man. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's all right. Dude, I did security for over 20 years. I, I oversee everything. Every night at work, I'm seeing people do crazy shit. I'm like, I don't even do security no more. I'm just making sure I, I am not in the middle of anything. You watch you know? I watch them like a hog, dude. I can't trust nobody at work. <laughs> so, um, not, not that they're not trustworthy. I just don't trust them, period. Okay? <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. So um, uh, on a similar kind of rant, uh, not mm-hmm. too long ago, I showed the kids the movie. Um, what's the name of that M. Night Shyamalan movie? Sixth Sense? No, the other one. The superhero one. With somebody all Jackson. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. But... Yeah. Now that we said our piece about this movie, first of all, my first, my first and last impression of this movie was a great movie. For those people who are into grunge type movies, this is the movie for you. Yeah, I, I like the movie a lot too. Um, I, I, it's getting mixed reviews. Some of them kind of bad. I don't understand the hate. I think people. I think some people are are watching this like nobody's appreciating the 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 grungy factor of this movie you know mm-hmm. i think is the issue uh the and, and i think i think for some reason maybe maybe it speaks to us because we're old guys and we're from the hood you know right i just think a lot of people are hating on stallone you think that you think that's it i think so man i've had people i've had people say ah stallone I mean, what are the good movie has he done? Just Rocky and Rambo. That's all he does. Like, no, he's done other movies. Yeah. You know, fucking Over the Top. I love that one. That was pretty Over good. the Top. I, I've never actually seen that one, but I remember. I remember all the kids. No, you have not. Tell me you. you, you I have not seen that one. You got to watch remember, it at least once. You got to remember, man, like it wasn't as easy to watch movies back in the day when we were kids. Right. Because first of no, all, that's true. If you wanted to watch a movie, you had to go to the movie theater. And then there was a point where there weren't such things as movie rentals. Movie rentals was, you know, came later. And when you did have movie rentals, you know, you had to go find a place that actually had the movie. Right. Exactly. That's true. true. Much later that they actually had a blockbuster that you can go to to rent (laughs) every possible movie you can possibly find. Right. And even blockbuster doesn't have every every movie. It was. You know, they only had like the popular, semi-popular movies. If you had like some really like obscure stuff, you weren't going to find it there. No, you had to go to the mom and Paul shops. Yeah. Neighborhood shops. Yeah. yeah Depending Best on Buy didn't have it. West Coast did. <laughs> West Coast didn't have it. Best Buy did. Yeah. yeah. Or Blockbuster, you mean? Blockbuster and West Coast. Yeah. What did I say? You said Best Buy. Best Buy? Okay. Yeah, but which is also another place I got my movies from. That's true. That shit got expensive too. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I was like, um, I remember still when Netflix first started, you used to get the mail for the DVDs. Yeah. (laughs) That was crazy. But 
I wanted to ask you a favor. What's when up? that movie comes, uh, there's a movie that I want us to do. And we spoke about it after, uh, before the show started. For all you people out there who know me, you know I'm weird. Okay? I would like to do a review of the Weird Al Yankovic movie. <laughs> I want to check that movie out. Yeah. Me being a big fan of his and I have all his music, I want to watch it. Because there's some stuff in the trailer I cannot believe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe it and I got to watch it. I wonder, we'll have to check it out, but I wonder how much of it is realistic and some of it is maybe fictional. Maybe it's like based on the real character, but mm, kind of fictional. Almost like the, mm-hmm. almost like the RRR movies or the Wong Fei Hung movies is like, yeah, he was a real right. person, but he didn't really like fly through the air fighting bad guys. Right. Yeah. Well, they're saying it's it's his, it's his real life story. His he lived the comedy. <laughs> yeah, his, dude is out there. But you know, I've I've read um I've read some documentaries that they had on him, and he's like, yeah, he's his family shunned him mm. for for being for doing that for being weird. Yeah, you know, for being for being him. Can't really say he's weird because you know people live their own lives. Shit, I'm weird. But I mean, I really don't care what anybody says. I live my life the way I want to. It's 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 so bizarre what people disown other people for. Right. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. How are you going to like, okay, you know, um, it's one thing if the kid has trouble, like and you got to make him grow up, right? That's one thing, mm-hmm. right? But if he's just weird, he's not, you know, he's just living his life. Mm-hmm. Why are you gonna shun him, man? Yeah, you're true. a responsible human being, you know, and just trying yeah. to like live his best life. It's just why? Why are you gonna? Why are you gonna fucking disown this kid? Yeah, you know? that's true. I mean, we're all weird in our own little way, but yeah. hey, yeah. Well, I mean, weirder than others, you know. <laughs> I understand, man. Fucking weird. Yankovic <laughs> was a weird motherfucker, right? But yeah, the, he was. He was making money. Like, weren't you? He was famous. Like, why aren't you proud of that guy? You know, like yeah. he's hilarious. Those those dudes must have been like the straightest. Like his parents must have been the straightest lace dudes ever. Yeah, exactly. That's why I want to see how 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 he game game to be this way. You know, and it's it's fine. But that's for a later a later date for us to discuss. Yeah, we'll we'll check it out for sure. We'll do that for sure. All yeah. right. This is Edgar Otravez and Cousin Primo. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Later, guys. Be weird. <laughs> the music you're listening to is titled Triumphant Winning by DJ Dens the Rooster. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. As always, Cousin Primo and I get super geeky on all this. Now, if you heard the record scratch in the show, it could be a couple things. It could be a technical issue, or it could be something that I decided to pull out and put in what we're calling the shorty. Now, a shorty is an episode that takes all the extra stuff out of a regular episode and puts it into a separate episode for you to hear so we can stay on topic. And if you want to listen to the extra stuff, you can always go over to the extra episode show that we're calling the shorty. Now, if you like what you heard and you want more, make sure you head on over to our website, thefloralpodcast.com. There you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can buy some merchandise and support the podcast. Also, don't forget to follow me, Edgar Otravez, on Instagram under the name Edgar Otravez. You can follow the show 
under the name The Flow Roll, also on Instagram. And don't forget to follow my co-host, Cousin Primo, on Instagram under the name The underscore Real underscore Cousin Primo. And if you like this episode, do us a solid. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and share wherever you get your podcasts at. And press all the buttons and make the podcast gods happy. Thank you so much for listening. This is Ego Otra Vez. We will catch you next time. Behave yourselves. Laters.